Welcome to Extra Innings, the podcast that gives you an exclusive behind-the-scenes look and commentary on MarketScale's Welcome to the Show, a reality television series that follows the Savannah Bananas, the collegiate summer league baseball team that is changing the sport with their brand of fan-first entertainment. On this episode, we chat with Josh DePena D'Souza, who works in sports sales for corporate memberships and events for the Frisco Rough Riders, the AA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. He gives us his thoughts on the complete series, the impact of building a team culture from the inside out, and why it's so meaningful to create unforgettable moments for fans. He also explains some of the amazing ways a fan-first mentality directly correlates to corporate promotions and sponsorships, meaning financial and cultural success for a team, and some leadership tips he could learn and implement from Jesse and the rest of the Savannah Bananas team. All right, Josh, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Extra Innings. Diving into some thoughts on Welcome to the Show, now that sadly it is over. But, you know, I think with those three episodes, we got a really great narrative arc. And I think even just beyond baseball and beyond sports, uh, professionals can get a lot of leadership knowledge, a lot of team building knowledge, and just kind of some ideas for how to get creative under pressure and how to stay consistently, consistently inconsistent, you know, you know what I mean? Kind of always looking to push the mantle, um, you know, one step forward every time. So I'd like to know, I know you've watched a few of the episodes yourself. Give me your thoughts, you know, after watching it, what were some of your initial takeaways? It was very interesting to see uh, Jesse's leadership style uh, with his team and how hands-on and integrated he is with, with everything. Uh, I thought it was really cool and interesting and, and in a way funny uh, in that last episode, episode three. Uh, he was going to the ballpark and he had seen like scuffs on the doors. Maybe there was tape there before and that left residue. Um, and he was like, maybe cover this up with a sign or uh, where, where's the uh, pictures for this and banners. And he wanted the, the styrofoam covering for the electrical wiring. The, the amount of detail that he sees in his own ballpark uh, I just thought that was fascinating. And then how great the team was working together from Kiki and when the staff and the concessions had uh, problems with the heat, the seizure, how well they were able to take care of that situation and take care of their employees. Uh, I just thought it was phenomenal and really a testament to uh, what they can do as a team. Yeah, definitely. I think that detail that you mentioned is very important because it just showcases that a leader can not only think big, but think small too. You know, they can have big picture plans and really dive into, okay, what big new creative thing are we going to do at the game today? But also be like, all right, there's a scuff mark on this wall. Let's get that covered up. You know, it's like those, those little things that are just as important as the big picture stuff that I think helps set a precedent of, it's always the fans first and we want to make sure that they have that experience no matter what. And so it's like you, you can't really turn off. You have to always be on, always be looking for what a, an issue might be, staying proactive and making sure that, you know, fans never once think about the setup. It's just happens and it's just perfect instead of them being like, oh, yeah, I can see that they set this up so I don't see the scuff marks on the wall. Yeah, it's, it's just it's I think it's a great example of leadership. Absolutely. And it really translates to, you know, the, the, uh, the environment, the team culture. Uh, it was clear that, you know, just from the videos and watching it uh, and then seeing the, the social media presence 
of the Savannah ban is that you know it's clear everyone from the players to the game based staff, everyone really thoroughly enjoys working there, and that's uh, just something really special for any company, whether it be in sports or in a traditional business. It's especially important in something like baseball or just any sort of sport where you have people coming to be entertained, to have that key experience. And a lot of times people come to games like the Savannah Bananas or, you know, even let's say Major League Baseball to have unforgettable moments. I mean, I'm sure people are going to these Savannah Banana games and making memories that they'll never forget. And that's so special. And that's sort of in the hands of the team and the staff. They're, you know, within the their reach and the palm of their hands are timeless memories for their fans. And so I think that that especially creates just a, an extra level of importance um, in making sure that the team and the staff are also sharing in that experience and wanting it to wholeheartedly and authentically and passionately be a, a great experience for every person that walks through the gates. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the Frisco Rough Riders' own take on fan-first entertainment. You know, I think I think that's really the big takeaway from Welcome to the Show is you see with every step, it's how can we make sure the fans, whether that's, you know, the fans that are working behind the concession booth who are employees or the fans that are in the stands cheering on their team, um, you know, how do we make sure that they're having the best experience possible? You know, what do the Frisco Rough Riders do behind the scenes to, and even, you know, on the stage per se, uh, how do they set that standard for their own brand of fan first entertainment? Yeah. So fan first for us is, uh, you know, I spent some time this, the past couple uh, days thinking about that, you know, when I was watching the videos, uh, the episodes and for us, it's a multi, there's several ways we do it. We start with the ballpark itself. Uh, We always tell our clients and tell our fans that our ballpark, it's a park within a park. We understand that you know, not everybody is a fan of baseball. Uh, not everyone wants to spend three hours uh, watching a game go by. Uh, and that's kind of where the magic happens. We here at the Rough Riders have a lot of really fun promotions and fun areas in our, bar park, in our ballpark. Uh, one of the biggest areas that we have that we've gotten national attention for is we have a lazy river in our outfield. Uh, it's actually the biggest water feature in any professional stadium in the world, so We've got fans that come to the game. They're in the river. They're having a good time. And to be honest, I've been on the river on my, my, one of my days off. I feel like there's a baseball game going on. It's just that fun. And then even extending up to that, during games, we have several promotional nights. Uh, so out of 71 home games this past season, about 35 of them were tied to some type of promotion. Uh, I know in July, July 20th, we had the guys from Dude Perfect. They're the folks that do those trick shots on YouTube. Uh, they were here at the ballpark. And we absolutely sold out. We had over 12,000 people here in the ballpark. It, the, the grass was packed. The seating bowl was packed. Our suites were packed. Uh, and it really ranged uh, from everyone that was a baseball fan to uh, kids to young adults. To, we even had some companies lease out some suites because they as an office just loved watching the, the videos of Dude Perfect. So there's so many different ways where people can come enjoy the game of baseball and the ballpark and not even be a baseball fan. Right. And I think that's really the core, too, of what the Savannah Bananas are trying to do. In the first episode, 
Jesse really lays out that he thinks baseball is kind of a dying sport and that it needs to change and adapt to what people are looking for in their entertainment, mostly because it's really long and, you know, a lot of people just aren't interested in going to baseball games. I mean, I think the core of the fan base is aging out. And of course, there are young fans. I mean, I I went to the University of Missouri, got plenty of Cardinal fans. Um, so it's not like there aren't young people that are interested and excited in baseball. But it's just not seen, I think, the same way. Um, you know, it's really based around tradition, I think, a lot. And Jesse is trying to break that. He doesn't really care too much for tradition. He, what he wants is he wants to bring people to the games and he wants them to have an unforgettable experience. And the baseball is almost an extra aspect of it. People are coming to the games and they don't care about the baseball. They're coming because the experience is going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. And then, hey, tack on to that. You know, you get to watch your local team play a game and you get to cheer them on and you get that community aspect out of it. And I, th I think that's really difficult to do is look beyond just the game. Uh, I don't know. G give me your take on that. How have you seen teams just in general try to look beyond the game? Um, do you think that is still a, a difficulty? Do you think a lot of teams are coming around? Uh, give me your take on that. I definitely think that that's one of the big transitional pieces that's uh, been happening, especially in minor league baseball, and it's going to continue to happen. There are some teams out there that are tried and true and believe that they're the core fan base, the traditions, that's the reason that they are successful. You know, and there's other teams that they really believe that the experience they provide, that is what's going to make them successful. Uh, you know, the Rough Riders, we're in a very unique market in that in the city of Frisco, there is what, six to seven other professional teams based in Frisco. And that ranges from NFL to NHL to MLS. We've got a whole variety of sports here. Uh, so what makes us different is you know, our experience. You know, back to what I do is I, I work with a lot of companies, and you know, I had the privilege of uh, doing a company picnic for uh, a Fortune 500 firm with over 700 people coming out. That was an insanely exciting night. And, and one of the, my favorite moments of that night is uh, they had a, a sales contest in their own company. And they picked out one individual, and he won the opportunity to throw a first pitch. Well, the night before the game, I got an email from the company saying, hey, can his son throw the first pitch? And we're all about creating memorable experiences here at the ballpark. And so, of course, my answer was yes. I, let's make it happen. So on game day, 30 minutes before the first pitch, I got them down into the field, gave them a little tour of uh, the dugouts, kind of the, uh, give them the behind the scenes. And uh, I got to talking with uh, the, the individual that won and his son, come to find out his wife was at home uh, with their baby. So I was you know what? I, I got them both baseballs. His son threw the first pitch, and I actually did held the phone and did a uh, FaceTime for them uh, so his wife and, and the, the kid's mom could actually watch them throw the first pitch in front of over 8,000 fans. And it was just such a special moment. Yeah. What a beautiful moment. I mean, that's, that, that's what I'm talking about. Unforgettable experiences. And it was such a special moment. And it's funny. Two months later, I had a meeting with the, 
that individual that won that sales contest that created this entire opportunity. And uh, he and I were talking. He's not a baseball fan at all. In fact, he, he told me straight to my face that he prefers watching the Dallas Cowboys on TV. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. But at the same time, uh, I looked over at his desk and he had a Frisco Rough Riders hat on his desk. And I said, hey, man, you, got, you say, tell me you're a Cowboys fan, but you got a Rough Riders hat on your desk. I repeat to you verbatim, told me, yeah, that might be true, but that's my favorite hat because of what you did for my son. And that's one of those things that he's not a baseball fan, but the experiences we, we created for him, his company, his team, that's what brings people back to the ballpark that uh, will eventually turn them from, okay, let's just go to this one game to, you know what? The Rough Riders have provided such a fun experience. I'm going to come out to two games a month, 10 games in a season, maybe you know what, I'll go crazy and buy a full season plan. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's what sets that precedent. And it's what gets people invested on an emotional level, not just a financial level, or even just an entertainment level. I mean, when you have people invested emotionally in your team and in what you're doing, I I think you've done your job right. Yeah, absolutely. One of the big things that uh, I love talking with, with my friends and uh, some of my peers that are also in sales. You know, people don't like being sold, but they love shopping with friends. And that's kind of the, the way uh, a lot of us approach uh, our clients and our prospects here and even just general fans. We want to get to know our fans and uh, know their experience here. I mean, uh, the, this past month in August was the last month of our season and we had sent out surveys to all of the fans that we interacted with personally saying, you know, what did you enjoy most about the ballpark? What do you think could you improve your experiences? And we're taking that feedback and really listening to it and upgrading what we have to offer. Because at the end of the day, our number one priority is the, the experience of every individual that comes through our gates. We want to just have fun, create a fun experience and be a friend to everybody. Definitely. No, I mean, hey, that is that is the kind of motto, you know, team energy that is needed. Absolutely. So the next thing I want to touch on is kind of more from a, a business aspect of things. I I think what's really valuable about what Jesse and his team are doing is they're setting a great community standard. And especially in a town like Savannah that has a really deep and rich history. And I mean, this is true for any town with a sports team. When you encourage that community growth, you're going to get people noticing what you're doing. You're going to get people excited in what you're doing. And that could be anyone from, you know, whole companies wanting to participate in what you're doing and get special deals and promotions. Or it could even be sponsorships. It could be, uh, you know, it could be people that want to invest in what you're doing because they see it as creative. They see it as passionate and authentic to the community. So you know, how have you noticed fan-first entertainment help you propel business for your team and just for you know smaller minor league teams or even collegiate teams in general? Do you see that, that fan-first, that being creative and, and, and finding new ways to entertain your fans as something that directly correlates to, all right, we get more employees and companies wanting to come through. And even on the um, on the sponsorship side, you see more people wanting to invest their money and be, you know, plastering their name on everything that you do. Uh, there's an insanely 
direct correlation between it's a one to one ratio of you know the fan experience and the business opportunity. Absolutely, in my opinion, you know, I'm a, a big business nerd, and I like to to read on you know what makes businesses profitable, what's the biggest ROI, where is that, and you know the biggest thing that I've seen recently is you know the happiness of your employees, the happiness of your clients, your customers is a direct relation to how profitable you are as a company and as a firm. And doing creating fan first experiences, especially in a ballpark, whether it be here in Frisco or in any other region of the air, of the nation, whether it be Myrtle Beach or Savannah, it creates the precedent as we talked about earlier that companies can see. Uh, and we measure that, especially here at Frisco, and say, "Hey, you know, this is what we've done in the past. Whether it be for a company picnic or for a sales team, this is the results because of how much people have enjoyed uh, the experience of coming to the ballpark, sitting down, having a hot dog, having a soda. Because of that, this is the result. Whether it be increased sales, uh, increased company culture." maybe just furthering relationships uh, with peers and other executives uh, and, and onto the attracting companies to, to come in. The more we do, the more any team does, uh, it creates buzz. People always talk. I know uh, as soon as I leave work 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, uh, I'm going to my buddy's place and uh, just talking about my experience at work. He's talking about his experience at work. And many people do the same thing in their own lives. So it creates buzz, and that's really where we drive in uh, the referrals of, you know, oh, so-and-so did this, this company did this. I want to do that, too, with your ballpark. That one, two, three company, they came to the ballpark. We saw them. They had that one area in left field. They had, like, hundreds of employees out. How can we do that? How can we treat our staff to such a great experience? And it's things like that where... Uh, we're able to sit down and really get into the nitty-gritty of how can we create an experience that's both ROI positive for you and a company financially as well as uh, create an experience that's memorable and will make whoever you bring out want to come out again. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if if you're getting the financial incentive and the community incentive and both, you know, you're getting to tick off both of those boxes. I think you are set. You are good to go. It's what we call a grand slam in the business. Hey, <laughs> pun intended. Very fiercely yeah, intended. Yes. Um, so last thing I wanted to hit on with you is I, I think my favorite part, and I mentioned this a little earlier, but my favorite part about the welcome to the show and the Savannah Bananas is I think that you can gain something from what Jesse's doing and what his team is accomplishing, even if you don't give two cents about baseball or about even sports. Um, I think there's a lot of leadership that you can take from this, like just tips and ways to be an inspiring, authentic leader, um, how to build a great team, how to tap into your community and, and represent your audience well and kind of knowing what your audience wants, whether, I mean, if you're in retail, if you're in transportation, if you're in pro AV, I mean, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. That's important, building that human connection. So uh, really the last thing I wanted to know is, 
you know, if you could pull one thing away from what Jesse and his team are doing and implement it into the Frisco Rough Riders, what would that be and why? I think if there was one thing that I could really pull in uh, just from watching uh, the episodes of Welcome to the Show and seeing Jesse on posting his videos on LinkedIn all the time, following all that, I think the biggest thing is the simplicity of caring more. You know, we care a lot about every single person that comes through our gates, but I think there's always areas of opportunity to maybe further that relationship with uh, the individual standing behind uh, the cash register in one of the concession stands. There's always the opportunity to find a fan that it's their first time and, you know, talk with them, see, you know, what brought them out there, what they love about the ballpark, and just hear their story. Uh, and I think that's something that it extends to beyond the Rough Riders, the, the Bananas, any minor league team. Heck, I'll even say it extends beyond our industry as a whole. It's to simply care. Uh, I think that's a great foundational piece to further the relationship with with staff, with clients, prospects. Um, and it really will lead to you know better culture, uh, a bigger community and a bigger reach for uh, for everyone involved. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, just it's those simple changes and just the the very pure and authentic act of caring more is going to get everyone on the same page. So it's finding ways as a leader to get everyone from the volunteers at the concession stands to the director of fun to the president to the people on the on the field batting at the balls pitching you know i mean the people on the team themselves getting everyone to care more about the experience for the fans i think that is a surefire way to deliver absolutely yeah well i really want to thank you josh for coming on the podcast and giving us your takes on what you enjoyed from the show how the frisco rough riders are doing a lot of similar things and just kind of some of your takes on how baseball is evolving and you know tips and tricks for coming out on top. So thanks again for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Love what you're doing. And thank you everyone for joining us on today's episode. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time. Yeah.